The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. In case you're wondering, yes, we reached and surpassed our goal in last week's Relevant Radio Pledge Drive, thanks to you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, November 15th, 2022, Tuesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Albert the Great, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. Born in 1206, students of philosophy know Albert as the master of St. Thomas Aquinas. Albert was a curious, honest, and diligent scholar. He was educated in the liberal arts. Despite fierce family opposition, he joined the Dominicans. He wrote a compendium of all knowledge, natural science, logic, rhetoric, mathematics, astronomy, ethics, economics, politics, and metaphysics. He achieved his goal while serving as an educator at Paris and Cologne, as Dominican Provincial, and even as Bishop of Regensburg for a short time. Albert, a doctor of the church, is the patron of scientists and philosophers. He died in 1280. St. Albert the Great, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart. For love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for children who are suffering, especially those who are homeless, orphans, and victims of war. May they be guaranteed access to education and the opportunity to experience family affection. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today, as we spend this time, these few minutes, just chatting with you, We hear your warnings, more of your warnings, from the book of Revelation in our first reading. And these are the messages that are given to the the seven churches and particularly to the angels of the churches who stand in the place of the bishop of each particular town. And I don't know if many people could name all seven of these very important towns, but most people know the reputation of one of the ones that we hear of today, which is Laodicea, which was a town that you scold the bishop of in a way that most people who have read it uh, want to immediately focus in on it and, and know your warning. 
But even though Jesus, we we know it, we all of us in one way or another struggle to really take it to heart. And that is the warning against lukewarmness. We read from the book of Revelation. To the angel of the church of Laodicea write this, The Amen, the faithful and true witness, the source of God's creation says this, I know your works. I know that you are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were either hot or cold. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Jesus, these are these are tough words that because this particular bishop and the church in that town is lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, but just this this tepid lukewarmness, you will spit them out of your mouth or vomit them out of your mouth. That you you despise this this lukewarmness. Now, apparently, historically, there was a um, a hot spring not far from Laodicea, but the water, by the time it would get to the town, would be this this lukewarm water. So, would it be cold water? Cold water could be good on a nice hot day. A cup of cold water is a nice thing, and on maybe a cold day. A nice warm cup of coffee or tea, you know, something with warm water can also be very nice. But on a hot day to drink lukewarm water, is it just is gross. It's so gross. You would almost spit it out if you took a sip of something that you thought would be would be nice and cold and refreshing and it was lukewarm. Or sometimes that happens with coffee or tea that you think it's going to be this nice, warm, comforting cup of, of a hot liquid, and it's tepid and gross. And that is what our own spiritual tepidity could be like. It's, it's gross. It's not good for anything. This lukewarmness that, that we want to just spit out. It's it's not even worth um, drinking it all away. Just spit it out. It's not good, and we don't want that to be our relationship to you, Jesus. We don't we don't want to be good for nothing. Hot water is good for some things. Cold water good for others. But that that middle ground, the in between, that lukewarmness, it's it's gross, and we don't want to be gross. We don't want our spiritual life to be gross. But it's so easy. It's so easy to fall into, and. In reality, for lukewarmness to set in, it doesn't take effort. We don't we don't actually have to do anything to become lukewarm. It's in fact to be either hot, something needs to happen, or to be cold, to be chilled, something needs to happen. But the, this tepid lukewarmness just requires no effort at all. And Jesus, is that maybe is that maybe the way that our spiritual life is going. Is that how we would evaluate my my individual spiritual life? My conversations with you, my times of prayer, that they're neither refreshing nor comforting. They're just tepid. And maybe it's because I'm not I'm not doing anything at all. I'm not I'm not trying in any way. I've just allowed lukewarmness to set in. It's so easy. It can be so prevalent. There's a a short story by the popular fantasy author Brandon Sanderson uh, where through a series of fantastical events, this young 
con artist almost has to learn more and more about the emperor of her uh, region. And so she's studying his his journals and really learning in the course of the story about the, the person of the emperor for, again, all kinds of fantastical reasons. But she discovers the, the cause of his lukewarmness in, in studying his life and, and reading his journals. And she says this, the, the emperor's downfall had been life itself, life in the palace, life as part of an empire that clicked along like a clock. Everything worked. Oh, it didn't work as well as it might, but it did work. Challenging that took effort. An effort was sometimes hard to muster. He had lived a life of leisure. He hadn't been lazy, but it didn't require laziness to be swept up in the workings of imperial bureaucracy. To tell yourself that next month, you'd go and demand your changes be made. And over time, it had become easier and easier to float along on the course of the great river that was the empire. And Jesus, is that maybe the case with my relationship with you from time to time that it works we take our times of prayer we we listen maybe to our our meditations but it's working but not as well as it should and that we don't challenge our tepidity in our conversation with you we don't actually try to engage in a new way because that takes effort and so today I'm just going to get my prayer done today. Tomorrow, maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll have a good conversation, Jesus. But today, I've just got the timer counting down and we're just going to get through this. We need to be, the answer to lukewarmness is actually, Jesus, what, what you tell the bishop of this particular city. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich. Gold refined by fire, that is generosity. And that's mortification. It's going against just the, the comfort of our own lukewarmness, that we need to be engaged in, in struggle. We need to have the gold that's refined by, by fire of small but generous mortifications, where I'm willing to, to struggle. I'm willing to keep up that, that struggle to love you, Jesus. And so we should seek these little opportunities, just these little, very practical ways where we can notice that maybe we've fallen into the tepidity of lukewarmness, that gross way of living a spiritual life that's not good for anything. And that in exactly those moments, we strive for generosity, particularly through little mortifications where we give something up. And even something good or something harmless, it's not generous just to give up our sins. That's necessary. To be generous is to give up something that's even good and can be helpful in little tiny ways. And these mortifications help us stick with the struggle. They, they stop us from becoming lukewarm. And then when we're generous in that way, our prayer and our conversation with you, Jesus becomes more refreshing like a cold glass of water on a hot day or comforting like a nice warm cup of tea on a cold morning that our conversation with you has that that life that it's actually something that we look forward to so jesus help us see where we've been lukewarm if it's something that 
we haven't considered, then let's really do a good examination of conscience and see if we've just gone too much with comfort. And if because of that, we need to allow you to shape our hearts more and more to call us away from this lukewarmness and to buy specifically from you gold refined by fire. We ask our mother Mary to, to point out to us as well these times of lukewarmness, to prepare our souls to have this great, refreshing or comforting conversation. Mary, help us to always be either hot or cold, but never lukewarm, so that we too are spit out, but rather we enjoy the fullness of that relationship with Jesus. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, November 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to Him and bless His name. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship our mighty King and Lord.
The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, 
for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own. Who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The Lord teaches the humble his way. He guides the gentle-hearted along the right path. From the book of the prophet Zechariah, an oracle, the word of the Lord is upon the land of Hadrach, and Damascus is its resting place. For the cities of Aram are the Lord's, as are the tribes of Israel, Hamath also on its border, Tyre too, and Sidon, however wise they be. Tyre built herself a stronghold, and heaped up silver like dust and gold like the mire of the streets. Lo, the Lord will strip her of her possessions, and smite her power on the sea, and she shall be devoured by fire. Ashkelon shall see it and be afraid, Gaza also, she shall be in great anguish. Ekron too, for her hope shall come to naught. The king shall disappear from Gaza, and Ashkelon shall not be inhabited, and the base-born shall occupy Ashdod. I will destroy the pride of the Philistine and take from his mouth his bloody meat and his abominations from between his teeth. He also shall become a remnant for our God and shall be like a family in Judah and Ekron shall be like the Jebusites. I will encamp my house as a guard that none may pass to and fro. No oppressor shall pass over them again for now I have regard for their affliction. Rejoice heartily, O daughter Zion. Shout for joy, O daughter Jerusalem. See, your king shall come to you. A just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on the colt, the foal of an ass. He shall banish the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The warrior's bow shall be banished, and he shall proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion 
shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you, for the blood of your covenant with me, I will bring forth your prisoners from the dungeon. In the return to the fortress of the waiting prisoners, this very day I will return you double for your exile. For I will bend Judah as my bow. I will arm myself with Ephraim. I will arouse your sons, O Zion, against your sons, O Yavan, and I will use you as a warrior's sword. The Lord shall appear over them, and his arrow shall shoot forth as lightning. The Lord God shall sound the trumpet and come in a storm from the south. The Lord of hosts shall be a shield over them. They shall overcome sling stones and trample them underfoot. They shall drink blood like wine till they are filled with it like libation bowls, like the corners of the altar. And the Lord their God shall save them on that day. His people, like a flock, for they are the jewels in a crown raised aloft over his head. For what wealth is theirs, and what beauty! Grain that makes the youth flourish, and new wine the maidens. Ask of the Lord rain in the spring season. It is the Lord who makes the storm clouds and sends men the pouring rain for everyone, grassy fields, for the teraphim, speak nonsense, and the diviners have false visions, deceitful dreams they tell, empty comfort they offer. This is why they wander like sheep, wretched. They have no shepherd. The Word of the Lord. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Jerusalem. Look, Look now, now, your, your king, king, the, the just, just one who will save you, is coming. He is lowly and seated on a donkey. On a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus found a donkey and mounted it, as Scripture says. Look now, your king, the just one who will save you, is coming. He is lowly and seated on a donkey. On a colt, the foal of a donkey. A reading from a discourse by St. Andrew of Crete, Bishop. Let us say to Christ, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Let us wave before him like palm branches, the words inscribed above him on the cross. Let us show him honor, not with olive branches, but with the splendor of merciful deeds to one another. Let us spread the thoughts and desires of our hearts under his feet like garments, so that entering with the whole of his being, he may draw the whole of our being into himself and place the whole of his in us. Let us say to Zion in the words of the prophet, Have courage, daughter of Zion. Do not be afraid. Behold, your king comes to you humble and mounted on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. He is coming who is everywhere present and pervades all things. He is coming to achieve in you his work of universal salvation. He is coming who came to call to repentance, not the righteous but sinners coming to recall those who have strayed into sin. Do not be afraid, then. God is in the midst of you, 
and you shall not be shaken. Receive him with open, outstretched hands, for it was on his own hands that he sketched you. Receive him who laid your foundation on the palms of his hands. Receive him, for he took upon himself all that belongs to us, except sin, to consume what is ours in what is his. Be glad, city of Zion, our mother, and fear not. Celebrate your feasts. Glorify him for his mercy, who has come to us in you. Rejoice exceedingly, daughter of Jerusalem. Sing and leap for joy. Be enlightened, be enlightened, we cry to you, as holy Isaiah trumpeted. For the light has come to you, and the glory of the Lord has risen over you. What kind of light is this? It is that which enlightens every man coming into the world. It is the everlasting light, the timeless light revealed in time, the light manifested in the flesh, although hidden by nature, the light that shone round the shepherds and guided the magi. It is the light that was in the world from the beginning, through which the world was made, yet the world did not know it. It is that light which came to its own, and its own people did not receive it. And what is this glory of the Lord? Clearly it is the cross on which Christ was glorified, He, the radiance of the Father's glory, even as He said when He faced His passion, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in Him, and will glorify Him at once. The glory of which He speaks here is His lifting up on the cross, for Christ's glory is His cross, and His exaltation upon it, as He plainly says, When I have been lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The The Lord Lord our God has has let his light shine upon us. The Lord has done this, and it is wonderful to our eyes. The Lord our God has has let his light shine upon us. Father of all that is good, keep us faithful in serving you. For to serve you is our lasting joy. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-three minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's Gospel in just a few minutes. In conversation with God in morning prayer as well on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, November 15th, 2022. I'm Paul Sodder. Today's gospel is a familiar one. It's about the wee little man named Zacchaeus. From Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. And there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and rich. He sought to see who Jesus was, but could not on account of the crowd, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up, and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. 
When the crowd saw it, they all laughed. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, it's often said that you might be the only Bible which someone ever sees. The example that you give is significant. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Eleazar's heroic example was an inspiration to many of the chosen people to remain true to the faith of their fathers. A person's fidelity has widespread consequences, even though one may not fully realize it. One of the great joys the Lord will give us in heaven is the sight of how many have persevered in their faith and vocation thanks to our good example. The human virtue which corresponds to fidelity is loyalty. Loyalty is essential for social harmony. Without this virtue of loyalty, all bonds and relations between peoples would degenerate into barbarism. The faithful observance of contractual arrangements ensures tranquil relations between peoples. Social life is literally impossible in the absence of mutual trust, honor, loyalty. It may seem to us that these values are in short supply in today's business world and in the corridors of political power. Certain individuals are adept at and accustomed to using deception and manipulation to deform public opinion. A person's word of honor is frequently tossed aside in the face of more promising opportunities. People speak of the marital contract and other solemnly sworn commitments to God as if they had no lasting character. Some disobey their religious duties for the sake of pleasure or wealth or social advancement. We Christians need to be the light and salt of the world. We have to give a heroic example of fidelity to our commitments, whether to God or to men. As St. Augustine encouraged Christians of the 4th century, the husband has to be faithful to his wife. The wife must be faithful to the husband. Both have to be faithful to God. Those of you who have committed yourselves to celibacy, be true to your promise. Remember that you are obliged to fulfill your commitments. Make sure not to engage in any dishonest business dealings. Be vigilant against lying and perjury. St. Augustine's counsel is just as valid today as it was then. With all our trust in the Lord, let us persevere in the little things of each day. Then we will have the immense joy of hearing the Lord say to us in heaven, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure, will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, Lift high your heads, grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man man whose whose deeds deeds are are blameless and and whose whose heart heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. 
Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Praise, Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly, play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke and it came to be. He commanded. It sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. 
A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In Him do our hearts find joy. We trust in His holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. You know the time in which we are living. It is now the hour for you to wake from sleep, for our salvation is closer than when we first accepted the faith. The night is far spent. The day draws near. Let us cast off deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in daylight, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual excess and lust, not in quarreling and jealousy. Rather, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the desires of the flesh. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. My My God God stands by me. me. All my trust is in Him. I find my refuge in Him, and I am truly free. All my trust is in Him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My God stands by me. All my trust is in Him. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as He promised through the words of His holy prophets. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. God has raised up for us a mighty Savior, as he promised through the words of his holy prophets. Beloved brothers and sisters, we share a heavenly calling under Christ, our High Priest. Let us praise him with shouts of joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Almighty King, through baptism you conferred on us a royal priesthood. Inspire us to offer you a continual sacrifice of praise. Lord, our God and our Savior, help us to keep your commandments, that through the power of the Holy Spirit we may live in you and you in us. Lord, our God and our Savior, give us your eternal wisdom to be with us today and to guide us. Lord, our God and our Savior, may our companions today be free of sorrow and filled with joy. Lord, our God and our Savior. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, hear our morning prayer, and let the radiance of your love scatter the gloom of our hearts. The light of heaven's love has restored us to life. Free us from the desires that belong to darkness. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Tuesday is just waiting for you to make it holy. Morning air is coming up in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.